This is WWJ All Local. We got a little snow on Halloween in Metro Detroit, in case you didn't notice. But it's WWJ's Beth Fisher reports live. Other parts of the state got slammed, huh, Beth? Yeah, West Michigan really got it. They've got a lot of snow. They set a record in Muskegon, according to National Weather Service meteorologist Rebecca Hansen. Over towards Muskegon, uh, there there was a lot of a really strong band of lake effect snow that moved onshore. It was sort of like a fire hose of snow where we saw a, around two inch per hour snowfall rates. And some areas in the Muskegon area saw, you know, anywhere from eight to uh, 11 inches of snow. Grand Haven has 6.8 inches of snow and Holland five inches. It's led to school closings and more than 41,000 power outages for consumers' energy. Hansen says there are downed tree limbs and power lines and the snow canceled trick-or-treating in some areas. Reporting live, Beth Fisher, WWJ News Radio 950. A candidate for the Hamtramck City Council is being questioned after posting some inflammatory comments on social media. The post made on a page that lists Nasser Hussein as the account holder asks if the Holocaust was advanced punishment for Israel's savagery in the Israel-Hamas war. The post continues by saying that the Israelis are just as savage and cruel as the Nazis. Needless to say, Jewish groups are angry, and some calling the comments disgusting and painful. Hussein is one of six candidates running for council. He has not responded to a request for comment from WWJ. Ford workers are showing up in full force to vote on the tentative agreement reached by the UAW. WWJ's Mike Campbell is live in Wayne with the story. Mike. Yeah, I'm at UAW Local 900, the headquarters where they're voting here at the Michigan Assembly plant, the workers here uh, for Ford voting on this contract from uh, all of the plants. But this is the one where the voting takes place. And it's a quick up-down vote. Question is, which way is it going to go? It's a pretty quick vote, huh? Yeah. Is it just thumbs up? Well, supposedly, if they honor what they're given, you know. Ken Thomas, he's got 13 years in, and he says it's going to really come down to what the uh, legacy workers think about this contract. It's a pretty quick vote, huh? Well, it ain't on us. This is, I think, Kentucky and uh, the mother big ones going to make the difference, you know. So we might have a, a little percentage of it, but I think once it hit up there in the bigger plants, I think that's going to make the difference. You know, they say they, that's why they play football games, is to decide who's the better team. This is going to decide which is the better contract, the one they uh, have in front of them or one that they think they can get. And there is speculation out there that maybe this is not going to fly. Others say it's going to be a slam dunk. We're going to have to wait and see. I'm hearing mid-November, although Ken tells me he thinks it'll be faster than that. Again, it's anybody's guess. Reporting live outside of very busy UAW local hall where they're voting on the Ford contract. Mike Campbell, WWJ News Radio 950. Could a united front between the parents of the Oxford High School shooter be just for show? WWJ legal analyst Charlie Langton live with that story. Charlie. Well, Jonathan, the prosecutor in the case has hinted in court filings that Jennifer Cromley might turn on her husband, James Cromley, the two parents charged with manslaughter for their role in the Oxford High School shooting. The prosecutor says that having two lawyers, formerly of the same firm, 
is a conflict of interest, which could cause a mistrial and then result in a brand new trial, assuming there is a conviction. Now, the defendants in the case, the attorneys, they say they uh, that the, whoever represents the Cromleys is no business of the prosecutor anyway. And besides, they are still having a united defense. A judge is going to make a ruling on this. We're uh, reporting live. Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. Former President Trump is looking to prevent Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson from leaving his name off the ballot in the 2024 primaries. He also wants the court to declare Benson does not have the authority to assess his qualifications to serve as president. The filings in court Monday are in response to an effort by Benson and activists in the state who are seeking to keep him off the ballot, citing the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. Most recently, a request to dismiss the lawsuit was denied in the court of claims. Trump facing similar challenges in Colorado and Minnesota. Well, water filters, as we mentioned, being distributed to residents in Redford Township after a Testing samples uh, turned up high levels of lead and copper. While well, tests were conducted on 31 homes and four showed elevated levels, triggering a public awareness and education campaign. And uh, the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services recommends that residents use a water filter if their homes have lead or galvanized plumbing or a lead service line from the street to their home. Uh, between 2 and 7 each afternoon this week, the township's going to be distributing water filters at the community center. The Wayne County Health Department's also going to be on hand to conduct lead blood testing. No injuries reported, but there is severe damage to a large home in Bloomfield Hills after a fire late yesterday afternoon. The home along Lone Pine Road near Woodward, it measures about 10,000 square feet. Firefighters from at least eight departments were called in to help put out the fire that at one point were seen shooting from the roof, the flames were. Investigators are expected back there today to try to determine what sparked that fire. Central Michigan now speaking out as part of the investigation into Michigan's sign-stealing scandal. In a story that's already considered one of the wildest we've seen in college football, there is a new wrinkle in the Michigan illegal scouting scandal involving Central Michigan. Photos surfacing online this week claiming that Connor Stallions, the Wolverine staffer at the center of the sign-stealing saga, was in disguise on the chip sideline during a game versus Michigan State. And it seemed like it could have been a stretch until CMU actually acknowledged that they're looking into it seriously. You know, our people are doing everything they can to get to the bottom of it. We're unaware, totally unaware of it. His name was on none of the passes that were let out. Now we just keep tracing it back and tracing it back and try to figure it out. That was Central Football Head Coach Jim McElwain last night referring to Stallions as the sign-stealer guy. CMU's athletic director also confirmed that they are collecting facts. Now, whether or not the photos turn out to actually be the suspended Michigan analyst there to steal signs from the Spartans, college football obviously continues to be on high alert as the story continues to unfold in Ann Arbor. Chris Falar, WWJ News Radio, 950. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.